0: where as always we are having interesting conversations about prevalent issues that affect the black, brown, and millennial communities over a good drink. Today I'm drinking on uh, some Jameson Cold Brew. It's whiskey and coffee. um, Jameson Irish whiskey infused with natural cold brew coffee flavor. Amazing, right? Because I like cold brew coffee especially in the the warmer months. So I have a cold, cold brew system at the house and We'll just toss a shot of of this in there and you can barely taste the liquor, but you can definitely feel it after um, a full cup of coffee. So yeah, here we are week three, four, I don't know, I'm losing count of, um, of quarantine, work from home for a lot of us. Uh, for those of us who aren't, who are essential workers, appreciate y'all, be it a grocery store worker, emergency worker. Um, medical professional thank you all very much but yeah for those of us who are staying at home one thing I want to talk about is not so much about COVID-19 I've done two episodes on that so far and who knows how many more I will have to touch on because who knows how long this is going to be going on but today I want to talk about the practice of working from home and more specifically finding the balance so a lot of people will say especially People in the older generation, um, entrepreneurs, people will say that there's no such thing as work-life balance. And that's because we, often when we think about work-life balance, we think about an even balanced scale. But really, I'm thinking about not having one side tip too far from the other. You know, very, very rarely do you find two things that weigh the exact same on any level. And and so... Like the I don't know how many things are that weigh the exact same. You know, we we do like, you know, I weigh two hundred and thirty-seven point five pounds. But that actually might be two hundred and thirty-seven point five seven nine two four pounds. So I don't weigh the exact same as the other person who weighs exactly two thirty-seven point five zero 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 to the to the umpteenth number of zeros. Like balance is very hard, nearly impossible to find in this universe. I get it there will always be something that tilts the scales, even if it's only a millimeter of an inch. But in this moment, I wanna talk about finding balance because it is so important. In the era of, of working for home from home for so many young professionals, it's critical that we be able to find space that is ours. Um, right now I'm waking up, uh, about seven o'clock, used to wake up about six o'clock. I'll wake up, go for my walk, drink some coffee, have some water, eat breakfast, and walk, get dressed, and walk the five feet from my bedroom to my home office. And now I'm at work. For me, that's not that new. Probably three days a week, I would work from home before this, this whole thing kicked off. Well, I would work off site. That gave me the option of either working in the home office. Um, I could run to BU Cafe, black-owned business downtown Durham. Check them out if you're ever in the Bull City. I could go to Coco Cinnamon, another locally-owned business, not black-owned. But um, if I'm not mistaken, it, it might be Latino-owned. It has a lot of Latino influences. Um, but yeah, check them out. They've got great coffee, great environment, great vibes to work at. When all this stuff ends, go check them out. This isn't even like a paid advertisement. These are just places I actually like. But yeah, I would find places to work, be it in or outside of the house, that made me feel comfortable. Right now, a lot of us only have the option of working from home. You know, We are, those of us trying to honor and adhere to the social distancing mandates placed by the government in order to shorten this period of isolation um, we're trying to, to socially distance, and that's great. But what that does mean is while we're at home, we're really at work. Like I am at work 24 hours a day if I allow myself to be, and so I don't. right? I've, I've created boundaries, and I strongly, strongly suggest you do as well because our space is no longer completely ours. It's a, a weird melting pot between work and home between professional and personal, between family and formality. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm sounding like like Jesse Jackson out here. Uh, talk off the top of my head, right? Anyway, right now, I strongly encourage you for the sake of your mental health, for your personal life, for just your all-around well-being, I encourage you to draw lines. But, but what if you're like me, right? So me personally, I can work at all times, but I don't want to give people access to me all the time. I'll get up at, you know, 2 in the morning and just start banging out a project because I'm in a creative space. My, my position is a marketing position, so sometimes I just have the idea, and it'll be, you know, just boom. Oh, my gosh, it's 2 in the morning. I've woken up. And I've got to run with this. So I'll get up and I'll punch away at whatever is um is on my mind. And in that time, I'll have to go and I'll have to search an email because I need the notes that came from the meeting or came from the email with the instructions so that I can create some bomb shit. Cool. But like, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. But anyway, like some people work like that. I'm going to get to that point later. So So what do you do if you are that person who, who can work all the time and who you know, their grind happens when their mind is, is just functioning well. And sometimes you have a slow day with no productivity and sometimes you have a day where you've knocked out 10 tasks and you only had planned to knock out three. Like that, that's, that's how my mind works sometimes. But in this space, it's about, in this time, it's about finding the balance. And so I've got a few suggestions for those of us who are working from home the first one is find a routine that works for you while working for your employer or your clients. So me personally, I have, um, I have a lot of flexibility in the morning, particularly. I usually don't have the earliest meeting I have most weeks starts at 9 a.m. With this uh, this pandemic, I have a phone call, phone call every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. check in. Um, and that's, you know, that's important because, you know, it, it, it keeps me grounded. like, Okay, cool. At no point in the week do I have to communicate with someone prior to 9am, like vocally. I can send out emails or whatever, but I don't have to be on for real until nine, which is very helpful because that's, that's a norm for me. That was the norm when I was going to the office, I usually wouldn't get there until eight thirty or nine o'clock. Bike in from the uh, the bus station, and yeah, so that that's wonderful. Like that works because it's consistent. It's a sense of normalcy, and it gives me time to assess what I need to understand prior to the meeting, as opposed to walking directly into a meeting. So figure out a routine that works for you, and stick to it. I um I wake up in the morning, like I said. I'll go for my walk, I'll drink my coffee, I'll eat my breakfast, I'll check out what's going on in the world, Using checking out um, The Morning Brew, it's my go-to um, newsletter, I strongly suggest all young professionals check it out, there's a link for it on this post at narrowpodcast.com, phenomenal, phenomenal read, but yeah, check out The Morning Brew, that's what I'll do, and then I'll start, you know, 8 o'clock, 8.15, Punching out emails. Or oh, excuse me, the first thing I do when I wake up, I pray, I read the Bible, I read my devotional. Like those are those help me stay centered, um, and remind me why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. But yeah, do those things. Eight fifteen comes around, and I'm on the computer. Um, I'm replying to emails. Might have a podcast in my ear. Um, you know, these are these are my normal routine things, and from that point on. I'm moving. I'm running. You know, from eight fifteen to to five o'clock outside of taking a, a lunch break. I'm on it. I, I'm doing something productive that has to do with what I'm getting paid every day for. You know, sometimes it's reading. Sometimes it's looking at other organizations' marketing strategies. Sometimes it is figuring out. You know, how I can become a better grant writer. But there is work being done. Or my mind is working through solving a problem that needs to be uh, to be addressed within the near future, or long term. But yeah, figure out the routine that works for you, and then um, with that, set times and stick to them. So don't let your phone ringing or your email pinging pull you away outside of your time. For the longest time, I would get anxious when I would see that a coworker was calling me at a certain time, and let's say it's outside of, of general work hours or I'm spending time with the family and I see, oh gosh, you know, so-and-so is calling, I need to get this. But then I remembered, while what I do is important and I find value in it and it is necessary for the forward movement of society, I'm not in the business of saving lives on, a, on you know, a surgery table every day. I am not protecting people's lives by policing the communities. I am doing work that very often can wait until 8 a.m. the next morning or can wait 30 minutes for me to, to figure out a response. Um, it's rarely as urgent as people make it. And so that being said, once I set a time and say, hey, you know what, my phone is, is, not, is not a priority at this time, but instead my time and, and my experience and my engaging in whatever I, I have going on in the present, that's, at that point, you know what, I'll, I'll put the phone to the side. And I, I found that hard to do for a long time because I was always thinking, I'm expected to be available all the time, and cell phones have done that to us. But let's let's take a step back, right? I remember um, I've talked to my grandma about this a few times. Because when I go to her house, I intentionally put my phone across the room, and um, you know I have my watch, and my watch tells me when I'm getting a work call. If I have it on, um, when I'm out in public, I almost always have it on. When I'm at home, I try to take it off as soon as I close all my rings, um, just so I don't get any distractions. But, you know, if I get a work call on with my grandma, I will intentionally take the time to to invest in her because, you know, who knows how much longer she's going to be here. She's 81, turning 82 this year. Money can't buy time. And and that's how you have to think about everything in life, especially in this era. And like I said, I wasn't going to make this post about uh, or this podcast episode about COVID-19, but I will touch on the fact That people my age, your age, older and younger than us are passing from this disease. And they pass every day from everything. And so the mindset that we always have to have is every day is a gift. And so we have to appreciate it as such. Yes, we have to go to work. Yes, we have to make money. Yes, we have bills to pay. But do not let that be all-encompassing when it doesn't have to be another tip I have take breaks and truly make them breaks. Put your phone down. Um, for me every day at lunch, um, I'll take a 30 minute walk and during that walk, my phone doesn't come with me. My watch tracks my distance, but my phone stays in the house. I do that intentionally because to always be connected is detrimental it does not allow you to free your mind it does not allow you to step outside of whatever has you bogged down it doesn't allow you to be creative and to think more clearly so every day for 30 minutes at least during the workday or you know during the hours of, of 8 to 5 my phone is not with me i have found that to be truly truly liberating because in that time no one can bother me. Nothing can stress me out. It's just, it's just me, Desiree, nature. That's that's what the walk is. You know, I see my neighbors. I wave to them, but I can't get stressed about what's going on at that moment. And it's a beautiful feeling. And I strongly encourage everyone to have some time every day away from their phones. Put it away, you know, no social media, no work. You know, no one but the people or person that you're with. And if it's just you, that's cool, too. I take a walk by myself every morning just so I can clear my mind and have time for me. I I encourage these things because in a day and age where we're always expected to be on, you have to be off sometimes. Another thing I'll encourage you to do is to take your health, both physical and mental, seriously. The same way you would take a sick day while you're working out of the office, take it if you need to when working from home. Is, so I don't care what anybody says. Money can buy you better um, health care. But money cannot bring you back to life. If you feel that you're about to break down, you're about to shut down, you can't take it anymore. Like I said, either physically or mentally. Take that time. Act as if you were in the office again. If I needed to take a sick day from work because I just, I couldn't do it, if I need to go see a doctor, if I need to go see a therapist, if I just need a day where I have to shut down, cut off and cut on the television and enjoy life or go outside with my camera and shoot all day just so I don't lose it, I'm going to do that. I don't believe that we put enough emphasis on our own health. We put more emphasis on the health of the finances of the companies and the organizations and the institutions that we support. And those companies, organizations and institutions, while they do or hopefully care about us to an extent, once we're gone, they're going to post our jobs again. Once we're gone, we're going to be gone. And we have to keep that in mind and protect ourselves. And I don't say that in, or I don't say that meaning to say, don't do your job well and don't do a great job and don't give these institutions what they're paying for as far as your time and your capability and your expertise go, but protect you first. Protect your family first. And um, last tip I've got real quickly is n- if you have an iPhone make use of the Do Not Disturb feature. I'm not sure if Androids have that, but I'm sure they have something along those lines. So I love Do Not Disturb. Do Not Disturb allows me to, between certain hours, turn off all notifications on my phone. So every day, between XPM and YAM, I'm not going to see a notification that comes to my phone and it is—it's amazing. It's the same thing on my watch. Between these times, do not disturb is on, and it only works for those people who are on my select list, which is family. So, it, and it, I'm talking about close family. So, outside of that, if you don't get a response from me at a certain time, no, it's because I'm taking care of myself, and it's not because I don't care about the people around me. Or outside, you know, I don't. It's not that I don't care about the people that I care about. I care about. I want everyone to to thrive, to do well, to be safe, to be healthy. But I can't give from an imp- or I can't pour from an empty glass. I have to take time to replenish myself. So as I said before, you know, I work at all times. There are nights wake up at two a.m. bang something up because I'm feeling creative, and I'll start pounding away at the idea. Then I'll be looking through the emails. See an email that I got from someone that was sent outside of well outside of my work times, and as opposed to responding and giving someone access to begin or inviting someone to begin an email or text conversation with me, I might type my response, but I'm not going to hit respond until the next day. I'll schedule it out. That's the beautiful thing about working with the Google suite, if you have that luxury, you can schedule an email to the time that you need it to be sent at. That allows me to be productive, be in the moment, respond to something while it's on my mind, but not give anyone access to my time. And I feel like taking that power and taking that control over the only thing that we can never get back, it's important. I started off by saying that balance isn't about everything being even or equal. It's about knowing what needs to tilt what way on the scale at which moment. Sometimes it's key that you respond to that 9 p.m. email if you see it, but I'm not saying you should always be looking for it. Other times, it's your responsibility to your own peace and your own mental health to put your phone in another room or turn it off altogether. Many of us have the privilege of working from home right now. We're listening to this podcast with a glass of whiskey or wine and thinking about the next move that we will make in our lives. But with that privilege, we often feel like we owe our all to those who write our checks. We don't. We owe them our best in the time that they pay for. And if we're inclined to do more from time to time, great. I encourage sometimes you know going above and beyond. But those times when we're burned out, we have to protect ourselves. It's not only a suggestion, but a requirement. At this point in history, it's more important than ever to draw those lines and to set those boundaries. Tomorrow isn't promised. Take care of you and yours. That's it for today, y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. I would love some comments, some feedback, some engagement on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, at narrowpodcast.com, share this on Facebook, but yeah, thanks for listening, I'll be here again next week, same time, same place, y'all stay safe, peace.